Hi, welcome to Maniac Marketers. I'm your host, Terry Allison. In this uh, set series of uh, webinars I've been doing, uh, our title is Problem Solving as the Quickest Way to Gain Leadership in a Work-at-Home Business. And the source that I'm using is John Maxwell's book, or one of his books, um, titled Developing the Leader Within You. Let's first talk about the reasons for a work-at-home business. This is your why of even coming into a work-at-home business. And of course, uh, you'll need to keep re-examining that as you uh, stay in a work-at-home business. You, you constantly need to understand what your reason is for a work-at-home business. But anyway, for starters, people look at the work-at-home industry because there's a promise, and, and it's the lure of lots of money. They're told that can, they can make incredible amounts of money with literally doing nothing uh, to, to earn it. Uh, they're promised like two, three hundred dollars a day, uh, sometimes even thousands of dollars a day. Uh, there's even I've even seen programs out there that promises to make you a millionaire overnight. You know, it's just uh, they just put this uh, uh, this hopeful figure out there to draw people uh, like you and me uh, out there into their business. <clears throat> there's some people that are looking for a work-at-home business as replacement income. Maybe they're uh, working two or three jobs and uh, they're, you know, they want to cut back on uh, at least one of those jobs if not two, but in order to do that they need to uh, have this replacement income, something coming in uh, that will uh, be as significant to replace uh, that job or, or, the, or those two jobs. Um, Sometimes it's just a, a man and a wife, uh, the mom and dad, if you will, um, that wants to stay home and take care of the kids. So, but in order to do that, one of them, uh, you know, has to have replacement income to offset what they were making in their job. There are some people that are just fat, fat, flat up. Yeah, easy for me to say, fat, fed up with their job. Uh, with their boss, uh, with everything about it, uh, it you know the the boss is cont uh, very controlling on on uh, the order that you do your job, or uh, uh, your boss is arrogant, or you just don't like the look of your boss. Uh, maybe the boss is always in a grouchy attitude. Uh, maybe it's just the politics of the company, and you're just tired of the whole mess. Uh, some people want to be uh, do the BYOB thing. Be your own boss. Uh, you don't like someone telling you what to do. You like having the control of doing things in a particular order. You like not having someone stand over you to tell you when to do certain things. You like that control uh, over your own life and over your own work situation. Some people want the freedom and flexibility, time and travel. Uh, if they have the time, uh, uh, they can, uh, you know, 
well, let's say that their kid uh, is um, needing a parent-teacher conference. Uh, if you're at a job, you have to schedule that time off with your boss, um, and uh, you know there's not really much freedom in that because you got to work some kind of agreement out. Maybe you miss part of your lunch hour. Maybe you just, you just take a couple hours of vacation time off or whatever. But with a, a work-at-home business, uh, you have you have the freedom to say, okay, I want to take two or three days off and go on a small vacation somewhere and uh, you just go and do it. Uh, you have that uh, time and that, that flexibility. Uh, you have the money to do it so you just go and do it. Some people it's the for family and, and creating a family legacy. Uh, for the family they uh, the person wants to stay home and, and uh, work at home and wants their kids grow up and actually be a part of their life. Um, like the you know the the family interaction and, and just uh, and taking care uh, of, of the kids because if you're at a job, most you know you're not just staying you're not just away from your family eight hours. Uh, the job may take eight hours. Uh, sometimes there's overtime. Sometimes there's well there's drive time. However long it takes you to drive from home to work and work back to home. There's rush hour traffic. There's uh, sometimes road uh, constructions going on. So many, many delays that could happen. Uh, sometimes there's accidents uh, that that happens. So uh, uh, you know if you so uh, the person you know wants to work at home so they can be part of their family and uh, get some of that time back. Some people want to uh, take on that family legacy, the challenge of starting a business, and then work it, and you know, uh, meet various goals that they have for the business, and then get to a point that uh, okay, they're ready to retire, they're ready to step back and say, hey kids, you know, uh, I've uh, I've shown you the business here, <clears throat> I'd like for you just to take it and run with it and see what you can do with it and uh, you know I built it up this far uh, see you know keep it going and maybe you know uh, do more with it so you're creating a family legacy well, let's talk about mentoring here at Maniac Marketers we want to mentor you to be successful in a work at home business that includes using the tools and being a leader in your business so let's talk about uh, problem solving for a moment, or for a little bit here. According to F.F. Forney's writing in Coaching for Improved Work Performance, there are four common reasons why people do not perform the way they should. They first is that they do not know what they are supposed to do. Second is they do not know how to do it. Third is, they do not know why they should. Number four is, there are obstacles beyond their control. The four, these four reasons why people fail to perform at their potential 
are all responsibilities of leadership. The first three reasons deal with starting a job correctly, a training program, job description, proper tools, and vision, along with good communication skills, will go a long way in effectively meeting the first three issues. So we're going to deal with the fourth reason that causes many people to fail to reach their performance potential. Problems continually occur at work, at home, and in life in general. And uh, it's not that people don't like problems. Um, they're they're weary of them. They weary of them quickly, and and will do almost anything to get away from them. Well, this is where you can help out in your leadership skills. So we're going to kind of deal with with two things that need to be effectively. Uh, to be problem solvers. That is the right attitude and the right action plan. So let's look at, uh, but uh, before we, you know, can really do all that, uh, let's look at, uh, at two areas um, that, that I'll share with you and some observations about people and their problems. Now, uh, you might have guessed it on this first one. We all have problems. You know, none of us escapes problems. We just have them. That's just part of life. Sometimes we think our generation has more problems than the last. Uh, have you ever thought of, have you ever, I don't know if you've read this book or not, but uh, I need to think about these words from Dwight Baumbach in What's Right with America. Uh, he talks about, America's elders lived through their great 1929 stock market crash that ruined many of their families, the Depression years, the bonus march on Washington, when veterans were dispersed by army troops, the New Deal years, Pearl Harbor, the loss of the Philippines, years of long days and nights in defense plants in the 1940s, fighting in Europe and the Pacific, D-Day, the Battle of the Bulge, V-E Day, the hope-filled beginning of the United Nations in America, the A-Bomb, V-J Day, the Marshall Plan in Europe, the Berlin Airlift, War in Korea, the U-2 Incident, the Bay of Pigs Invasion, the Cuban Missile Crisis, the killings of President Kennedy, Bobby Kennedy and Martin Luther King Jr., the Civil Rights Struggle, the Vietnam War, Americans on the Moon, Watergate, and the resignation of a President and Vice President, the Energy Crisis, Three Mile Island, Iranian Hostages, a new President shot in 1981, the bombing of our Embassy, and hundreds of Marines in Lebanon becoming a debtor nation with the highest budget deficit in history. This is a lifetime. We should remember the words of Paul Harvey who said that in times like these it is always helpful to remember that there have always been times like these. Problems give meaning to life. 
A wise philosopher once commented that an eagle's only observation to overcome for flying with greater speed and ease is the air. Yet, if the air were withdrawn and the proud bird were to fly in a vacuum, it would fall instantly to the ground, unable to fly at all. The very element that offers resistance to flying is at the same time the condition for flight. The main obstacle that a powerboat has to overcome is the water against the propeller. Yet, if, if it were not for this same resistance, the boat would not move at all. The same law that obstacles are conditions of success holds true in human life. A life free of all obstacles and difficulties would reduce all possibilities and powers to zero. Eliminate problems and life loses its creative tension. The problem of mass ignorance gives meaning to education. The problem of ill health gives meaning to medicine. The problem of social disorder gives meaning to government. It's kind of like the old boll weevil uh, in the south. Uh, you know, we're, uh, down there where cotton is king. Well, you know, crossed over from uh, the boll weevil crossed over from Mexico to the United States and destroyed the cotton plants. Well, farmers were destroyed were forced to grow a variety of crops such as soybeans and peanuts. They learned to use their land to raise cattle, hogs, and chickens. As a result. Many more farmers became prosperous than in the days when they only, the only crop was grown was cotton. The people of Enterprise, Alabama were so grateful for what occurred that in 1910 they erected a monument to the boll weevil. When they turned from, that's where they turned from the single crop, single crop system to diversified farming. And in that process, they became wealthier. And their little inscription on the monument reads, In profound appreciation of the boll weevil and what it has done to a herald prosperity. See, a lot of times we're, we're trying to get rid of our problems when uh, you know, the problems we can use in our problem uh, process and learn from them. So, the so next thing here is many outstanding people have overcome problems in their lives. Many of the Psalms uh, in the Bible uh, were born in difficulty. Most of the epistles were written in prisons. Most of the greatest thoughts of the greatest thinkers of all time had to pass through the fire. Bunyan wrote, Pilgrim's Progress from Jail. Florence Nightingale, too ill to move from, his, from her bed, reorganized the hospitals of England. Semi-paralyzed and under constant menace of apoplexy, Pasteur was tirelessly in his attack on disease. During the greater part of his life, American historian Francis Parkman suffered so acutely that he could not work for more than five minutes at a time. His eyesight was so wretched that he could only scrawl only a few gigantic words on a manuscript. But he contrived to write twenty magnificent volumes of history. 
bury a person in the snows of Valley Forge and you have George Washington. Raise him in abject poverty and you have Abraham Lincoln. Strike him down with infantile paralysis and he becomes a Franklin D. Roosevelt. Burn him so severely that the doctors say he will never walk again and you have a Glenn Cunningham who set the world's one-mile record in 1934. Have him or her born black in a society filled with racial discrimination and you have a Booker T. Washington, a Marian Anderson, a George Washington Carver, or a Martin Luther King Jr. Call him a slow learner and retarded, writing him off as uneducatable, and you have an Albert Einstein. Dolly Parton sums it all up with these words. The way I see it, if you want the rainbow, you got to put up with the rain. Think about that. If you want the rainbow, you got to put up with a little bit of rain. My problem is not my problem. There is a world of difference between a person who has a big problem and a person who makes a big problem. You ever think about that? Uh, there's some people that uh, they just they they just uh, thrive on on uh, pro problems, and they just uh, they draw everybody into their problem. Well, there's there's a study of 300 highly successful people, people like Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Helen Keller, Winston Churchill, Albert Schweitzer, Mahatma Gandhi and Albert Einstein reveals that one-fourth had handicaps such as blindness, deafness, or crippled limbs. Three-fourths had either been born in poverty, came from broken homes, or at least came from exceedingly tense or disturbed situations. Why did the achievers overcome problems while thousands are overwhelmed by theirs? Well, they refuse to hold on to the common excuses for failure. They turned their stumbling blocks into stepping stones. They realized that, could, that they could not determine every circumstance in life, but they could determine their choice of attitude toward every circumstance. I read about a church choir that was raising money to attend a music competition and decided to have a car wash. To their dismay, after a busy morning, rain began to pour in mid-afternoon, and the customers stopped coming. Finally, one of the women printed this poster. We wash, and with an arrow pointed skyward, he rinses. The Los Angeles Times recently ran this quote. If you can smile whenever anything goes wrong, you are either a nitwit or a repairman. And in Maxwell adds, or a leader in the making, one who realizes that the only problem you have is the one you allow to be a problem because of your re wrong reaction to it. Problems can stop you temporarily. You are the only one who can determine it permanently. So, remember, there's always an out for your problem. Or there's always, not just an out, but there's a solution for your problem. You just have to find the solution.
A problem is something I can do something about. If I can't do something about a problem, it's not my problem. It's a fact of life. In 1929, 1925, excuse me, an American company manufacturing and marketing shaving cream was concerned about the effectiveness of the roadside advertising. With the introduction of high-speed automobiles, they were concerned that nobody had time to read their billboards. So the company, you may have guessed, Burma Shave, created a series of small signs spaced at sufficient intervals so that, that they could be read even at high speeds. You, the unique approach to advertising made Burma Shave a household name for 46 years. So, uh, here's a, here's a, a, a uh, an advertisement of a Burma Shave. Uh, a peach looks good with lots of fuzz, but man's no peach and never was. <laughs> remember those little, I remember those little signs uh, when I was growing up alongside the road there. So there's, there's again, a solution to every problem. A test of a leader is the ability to recognize a problem before it becomes an emergency. Now here's a... Great leaders usually recognize a problem in the following sequence. First, they sense it before they see it. That's intuition. Second, they begin looking for it and ask questions. That's curiosity. Three, they gather data. That's processing. Four, they share their feelings and findings to a few trusted colleagues. That's just be, uh, communicating. Five, they define the problem. That's in writing. Six, they check their resources. That's evaluating the situation. Seven, they make a decision. And that is leadings. See, great leaders are seldom blindsided because they, they know what's going on around them. You can judge well, you can judge leaders by the size of the problems they tackle. In one of the Peanuts comic strips, Charlie Brown says, There's no problem so big that I can't run from it. We all have felt exactly like the lion tamer who put this advertisement in the paper. Lion tamer wants tamer lion. You know, we don't want these big problems to deal with. So, the size of the person is more important than the size of the problem. Problems look larger or smaller according to whether the person is large or small. Solve task problems quickly. People problems will take longer. Imagine that. Solving problems may be the immediate agenda but that should never be where we spend most of our time. If we, if all we do is focus on solving the next problem at hand, we will soon feel like the farmer who said, the hardest thing about milking cows is that they never stop milking, or they never stay milked. Problems never stop, but people can stop problems. Now here's some suggestions for producing problem solvers. 
That's make one is make a time commitment to people. Those who never take time to develop people are forced to take time to solve their problems. So you got to teach people. Number two is never solve a problem for a person. Solve it with that person. That's where you're leading them through the process. Take that individual through the sequence that has already been given for recognizing a problem. In fact, spend some time with that person and study uh, study this what we've been talking about here uh, together. Problems should be solved at the lowest level possible. President John F. Kennedy said that President Eisenhower gave him this advice the day before for his inauguration. You'll find no easy problems ever come to the President of the United States. If they are easy to solve, somebody else has solved them. That statement should be true of every leader. Climbing the ladder of leadership means that fewer but more important decisions will be made. The problem-solving skills of a leader must be sharpened because every decision becomes a major decision. Johnny e. Hunter said, a situation only becomes a problem when one does not have sufficient resources to meet it. So we solve problems. And the first thing we have to do is that we have to have the right attitude. The subject of our attitude is so important for potential leaders that uh, here in the next uh, few weeks uh, we'll be talking, giving uh, some more uh, time Norman Vincent Peale was right when he said that positive thinking is how you think about a problem. Enthusiasm as, is how you feel about a problem. The two together determine what you do about a problem. If I could do anything for people, I would help them change their perspectives, not their problems. Positive thinking does not always change our circumstances, but will always change us. When we are able to think right about tough situations, then our journeys through life become better. So we, we got to have a right attitude. We also need to have a the right action plan. And again, we're going to talk some more about right attitude here in the next uh, next few weeks. But the right action plan is not true that too many times we have a surplus of simple answers and a shortage of simple problems. Occasionally, we all feel like the guy in a cartoon who said, I tried to take just one day at a time, but lately several days have attacked me at once. One thing is certain. Life is not problem-free. I don't know if you've ever heard of the story of the Apollo uh, series of, on their uh, space vehicles uh, and the design. Well, uh, when they were designing all this, there was a rift uh, that developed between the scientists and the engineers. The scientists insisted that every available ounce of weight be reserved for scientific equipment that be, could be used to explore and report on outer space. They wanted the engineers to design a space vehicle that would be free from all defects. That was the era when zero defects was a popular 
expression in industry. That would mean a large proportion of the space and weight would be available for scientific equipment. Well, the engineers argued that that was, impo that was an impossible goal. They contended the only safe assumption was that something would go wrong, but they could not predict with certainty where the malfunctions would occur. Therefore, they would need to build in a series of backup systems to compensate for every possible malfunction. That would mean far less weight and cargo space would be available for scientific equipment. Allegedly, this conflict was resolved by asking the astronauts in training which assumption they supported. Well, of course, they all voted in favor of lots of backup systems. But the story, the story does illustrate the importance of assumptions. Some people assume that a defect-free system can be, can be developed for their lives. Others assume that something will go wrong and that they will need a backup system. Too many times when a problem arises, we want to blame someone else and take the easy way out. So, just remember that, you know, you just got to have the right attitude and you got to be ready that, uh, that there's going to be problems. Not that we necessarily look for the problems, but when they come along, you know, we got our eyes open and we're paying attention in life. And we can see potential problems before they happen. So we just do the things um, to uh, to help that process along, and to be able to come up with a backup plan and ready to solve the problem, come up with a solution. <clears throat> and that's where Maniac Marketers comes in. We have the right action plan for promoting on Google in your work at home business. With Maniac Marketers, we teach you how to grow to be a leader, which is very much needed to build your work at home, work at home business. In, their, in a uh, work at home business, there are all kinds of marketing. And these are just a few. There's comment, article, email, traffic exchanges, educational, relationship, and there's, there's a bunch of others uh, that, that I don't have listed here. Well, let's take a couple of these. We'll just look at uh, educational marketing, and, uh, and that is uh, educational marketing is providing information to the person, searching for the answers to the question that he or she has. And if you provide the solution, the person will most likely buy your product. Now, relationship marketing is being able to connect with another person on some level. Now, there should be a word of caution here. Relationship marketing does not mean that we talk to people just to have a chance of selling them something. That is manipulation. So, you, you uh, have a relationship with someone just because it's the right thing to do. And if anything comes out of that, it, it comes out of it. comes out of it. But if it doesn't, that's okay too, and you've gained a friend for life. And wouldn't that, and that, isn't that pretty rich? Coming together of two ages. What's that all about? 
Well, we have the information age, which is the search engines and such. Then we have the social community age. Well, the information age is basically people are using Google, Bing, Yahoo, all these various search engines to find information that they're that they're wanting to know more about. So we have Google, which logs about two billion searches a day. And so that's probably roughly about 300 million people use Google in a, in a day. Bing has 10% of the search engine market. Yahoo has 100,000 searches a week. And in a, so these are the three main ones um, that I could find information on. And of course, everybody uses Google. I mean, that's so much in our vernacular anymore that people even use Google as a verb, you know. Uh, you want to look up some information on not you Google uh, such and such. So that's what we usually focus on. Social community age is people that are coming together to share common interests. And they do that in the social communities like Facebook, MySpace, Ning, Dig, Squidoo, YouTube. And, uh, and these have grown significantly over the last last few years. Facebook has more than 500 million active users. And 50% of those users are logged on to Facebook at any given uh, in any given day. Uh, and each person has about 130 friends. That's where the circle of friends uh, or your sphere of influence comes in at. So you may have 130 friends, but your friend has 130 friends. And so... Uh, when you uh, post information on on other people's walls, then other people may see what you're talking about, and it has an Im impact on their friends as well. And I'm not, I wasn't suggesting spamming or anything like that. So nobody take me wrong uh, on that. It's not why I'm just, you know, we're just talking about people passing information on to others. But people do spend about 700 billion minutes per month on Facebook. Isn't that interesting? Twitter, uh, as of April 2010, it was about 106 million pe registered users, people. <clears throat> There's about a, a sign-up rate of about 300,000 per day. So if we do the math on that, uh, that's probably about... Uh, Twitter probably has about 210 million registered users now, and they have 180 million unique visitors that come to the site every month. And most of their traffic does come from Twitter.com, 75%. And then they have about Twitter has about 50 my, 55 million tweets a day. I need to get a drink here for a second. Me. And Twitter does has 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 its own search engines. They have about 600 million search queries per day, so that's quite a bit for a uh, little Twitter thing that uh, everybody does. 37% <clears throat> of active users use their phone to tweet, 
So I'm sure that grows every day too, as people learn to put uh, the Twitter app on their on their phones. Wall Street Journal's of uh, in February 23 or 23rd of uh, 2011, ComScore for each e for email usage for ages 12 to 17 dropped by 24%. And the web-based email dropped by 6%. So people are using email less, or at least this particular age group. And, uh, I mean, that answer is really kind of obvious, I think, uh, because of the use of Twitter. The kids being able, able to use it uh, on their phone. More and more kids now have, have their own phones. Well, our product supplier is Trivita. They're a, a health and wellness company. They have a lot of different vitamins. They have, you know, vitamins A, B, C, D, E. They have men's and, and women's daily vitamins. They also have uh, vitamins uh, that are geared specifically for men and specifically for women. They have anti-inflammation products. They have uh, calcium. Um, oh, uh, omega-3, uh, so, you know, any, any vitamin that, uh, that you should be taking, they have it. They have a, a team of doctors out there uh, making their products better and better all the time. Well, Trivita has a twofold mission. Trivita wants to inspire and help people experience greater overall wellness. So it's basically, you know, they're wanting people to be proactive in their health. And what happens when people are proactive in their health? Well, they get sick less often. Uh, they're, they're not going to ever cure people of never having to go to the doctor, but you know, if we take better care of ourselves, uh, we won't have to go to the doctor as often, is what, is what we're saying. And Trivita also wants to give people the opportunity to create wealth for your life purposes, to to uh, to help you make money. Uh, you know, we talked at the beginning about uh, why people join a work at home business. They want to help you uh, in that endeavor to uh, have your own work at home business uh, in the health and wellness industry. It's designed to benefit you and me both. Oops. The marketing system that we use is the Veritex system. In this Veritex system, uh, it's, a, it's a massive marketing system. Um, we, we sometimes refer to it as the SEO machine too because it helps us get uh, top uh, Google rankings. And, uh, but in the system, there's all kinds of tools here. I, I'm only listing out a few of them. Uh, but there's a, there's there's tons of uh, of tools in here for you to use. There's a lead generation system. There's classified ad system. There's flash page maker, an ad submission tool. There's blogging system, bulk mailer, tracking tools, and just think you're here uh, with me in this conference room. Uh, they they have their own conference room. Uh, they have uh, they have uh, their own search engines. <clears throat> they 
have a uh, directory. All these tools are out there to help a person get to the top of the search engine, and not only to the top of the search engine, top to to the top of the search engines, but uh, helping you develop an overall marketing um, because you can't just focus on one or two things, but uh, but you learn how to use all these, and you can you know really make a uh, make a very effective marketing campaign uh, to help people learn about your business. We also have a social community out there at tomorrowshomebusiness.ning n-i-n-g dot com c-o-m and in this marketing uh, or this uh, social community uh, Basically, the stuff that you learn in Veritech, uh, and it's this social community, you can post your information through blogs and videos. You can share information from this community to other social communities like Facebook, like Twitter, MySpace, Delicious, Dig, and StumbleUpon. And if you have email addresses, you can uh, send people uh, your information to uh, the email addresses that you have. You can create your own profile to represent you. Mine uh, is a picture of a Harley because that's part of my why is I want to I want to Harley so uh, I put it on my profile page to help me dream build. So I always keep that in front of me. That is my why. The profile pages are promotable on the search engines so you can get each of your profiles uh, to the top uh, of the search engines. I know mine, uh, just on my name alone, uh, is on uh, on page one of Terry Allison. Uh, that's usually about a, it's, you know, usually not that significant on somebody's name until you look at mine and there's like 11 million links out there now of Terry Allison. Uh, you can use RSS feed. If you have uh, other blogs, you can uh, feed that in here to your uh, profile page. I have a, there's three uh, RSS feeds on the main page to help you uh, find content uh, for your blogs and stuff like that. We're just people working together and in a relationship with one another, uh, helping, helping each other succeed in business. We are the Maniac Marketers. Uh, Butch Hamilton uh, shown several of us uh, how to market on the internet and get those top Google rankings. And, uh, and we're willing to help you put all this together to increase your business too. So with Maniac Marketers, we're going to make you this promise to teach you how to grow to be a leader. We're also going to teach you how to use your tools to build your work-at-home business. Now the Maniac Marketers invite you to a successful work-at-home business. If you'd like uh, uh, more information, you know, get back with the person that brought you here. Uh, if you don't have anyone, you may contact me at any time. Um, my contact information here is Terry Allison. 
My Veritech link is T-E-R-R-Y-S-R dot V-E-R-E-T-E-K-K dot C-O-M. My Trivita link is T-R-I-V-I-T-A dot C-O-M slash 131-343-49. My Skype is Allison Marketing Group. And the social community is located at tomorrowshomebusiness.ning.com. So thank you for being a part of this conference.